Hey everyone, it's me, Matthew. Before we start the show, I wanted to let you know that we're doing a live show. That's Look Inside This Book Club live, and we are opening for Spilled Milk, which I will warn you is also a show hosted by me. And that show is going to be in Portland, Oregon at the Funhouse Lounge in Southeast Portland. It's on May 18th. That's a Thursday night. And you can get tickets right now by going to bit.ly slash milkpdx. That's bit.ly slash milkpdx. When you're too cheap to go to the library, the look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Becky was nice enough to bring us some candy. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Let's just talk about the candy for a second. Let's talk about the candy for a second. Okay. Uh, so, uh, our two candies are, uh, Sour Farts. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's the name of it. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, the slogan is, so fun, they'll make you laugh. What is the fart part? Like, do you think that looks like a fart? Those little—they look like big nerd, big rough nerds. You look like big, <laughs> big rough, rough nerds. nerds. Um, <laughs> do uh, the question was, do I think they look like farts? Well, why are they called sour farts? That's—I think because like somebody at a candy company thought it would be funny. <laughs> I think actually someone thought someone is going to buy it just because it's called sour farts, and that's exactly what I did. Yes. So I mean, Chang. You're you're one to ask. <laughs> All right. Well, mm. you're it's your turn. Oh, and we've also got um, green right. tea melty blend, mm. which is like a actually good candy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And not cheap. Six ninety nine for the little box of them. <laughs> but but worth it mm-hmm. since you paid for them. Mm-hmm. All right. What's our book? It's like missile missile. Toe? It's Mistletoe by Lynn Gardner. And I, so I picked this book a couple weeks ago, last time we recorded, and I totally forgotten until I um, pulled it up uh, today that it's a lesbian romance. Is it? Yes. I think what? it's our first one. I don't think things are going to get super gay in the first couple oh. pages, though. I'm sorry. But you That's can re- so funny because, okay. You can read the rest. What? You didn't tell me that. I, I forgot. Thanks for the, no, I know, but thanks for the, the fun, exciting surprise reveal. Live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Lesbians. Um, <clears throat> all right. So this is Mistletoe by Lynn Gardner. Oh, yeah. So I, I, uh, you, you asked me the other day. I said I was excited that we were getting into the holiday romance thing um, mm. in March. Or mm-hmm. I guess I guess like, yeah, I think it'll still be March when this episode comes out. Yeah. I didn't understand why you were doing all this, you know, calculating Santa, Santa stuff. I don't know. I just started and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I know. But it's like, it feels, you know, like passe now. You're saying Santa Claus is passe, mm-hmm. the the eternal spirit of the season, the reason for the season. But maybe lesbian Santa isn't passe. So. Let's find out. Chapter one. You need to eat more. Wow. Letting out a hearty laugh, he rubbed his rounded belly and grinned at his wife. You say that every year. <laughs> Smiling back at her husband, she said, true, but you know how you get this time of year. You're so busy answering all those letters that you forget to eat and you know you need all the insulation you can get. Okay, so this is really Santa. It's real fucking real <laughs> deal Santa. Real deal Santa. This is not just like hire a Santa. No, this Mall is Mall Santa. This is a book for adults. Sorry, I'm too loud to myself. Thank you. Uh, wait, am I also too loud, or no, just you? you're fine? Okay. Um, yeah, this is a book for adults who believe in Santa. Okay. <laughs> I think. Well, if I get any more insulated, we're going to have to add another reindeer to the sleigh to get it off the ground, Chris Kringle said as he brushed a few crumbs off his long white beard. (laughs) How do you think you would feel if you were the author writing this? What do you mean, how I feel? Like, 
I, I think I, I kept going back and forth with myself, like whether this book was is supposed to be funny. Mm. I, I think it is, but like writing about Santa and Mrs. Claus would make me feel really weird. I, I don't know. I think there's so many people who take this very seriously that I don't actually think okay. it's funny so far. All right. I mean, we have knitting, knitting romance novels. Oh, I'm sure they're. I'm no, sure Denise, they're... Denise, uh, or Denise, uh, Maycomber, Debbie Maycomber. Uh huh. So much craft knitting romance. Well, I mean, you go from the craft of knitting to the craft <laughs> of writing. It's natural. It's true. Uh, Santa, Santa, Santa! Percy Giggly Legs cried out okay. as he ran down the long hallway leading from the stables to the main dining room. That didn't Santa, take long. Santa, Santa, Santa! <laughs> we didn't take long to get into Percy Giggly Legs. <laughs> oh, yeah, should we play our game already? <laughs> no. Okay, well, let's keep going a little. Startled, Chris Kringle turned in his chair. Percy, what is all the commotion about? Coming to a sliding stop when he reached the head of the table, the little elf held his hand to his chest as he tried to catch his breath. After a few moments, he shoved a piece of paper into Santa's hand. I was cleaning out some of the old sacks when I found that, Percy oh. said. I, wait. <laughs> what? What's funny about the phrase cleaning out the old sacks? Where do the lesbians come in? <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I, I really don't know if we're going to get there. I was basically judging by the cover of the book, wait, so maybe I'm wrong. Wait, wait. Now yep. we have to analyze that. What made you think this is lesbian just by the then cover of the book? it's a romance novel, and there were two women on the cover and no men. And were the women doing stuff? No. Okay. Uh, come on. Mm. It's a romance novel. I'm going to look up this cover right now. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry, Percy said. I don't know how it was missed. Missed, Santa said, looking at the crinkled piece of notepaper in his hand. Percy, if this is a child's wish, we have plenty of time. Christmas isn't for another 23 days. Penitent, Percy hung his head and said quietly, I'm afraid we're a little late on this one, sir. <laughs> Cocking his head to the side, Santa glanced first at Mrs. Claus and then slowly unfolded the letter. Seeing the date at the top of the page, his eyes flew open wide. Quickly scanning the words, Santa looked over the top of his glasses and glared at his lead elf. Percy Giggly lead Legs. <laughs> Percy Giggly Legs, how the fuck could you let this happen? Okay, oh, it doesn't wow. really say that. It just says, how could you okay, let this I'm happen? Like, I'm like, wow, Santa squares. <laughs> I, it's really fun, I think, to imagine Santa as the godfather, <laughs> like ordering ordering people to get whacked and stuff. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Hey, will you give me the... Um author's name of this uh, Lynn Gardner G-A-R-D-N-E-R thank you I'm just having to look at um, this lesbian thing and when see I, if you actually know any lesbians what they really look like believe it or like. not <laughs> um, when I looked this book up I, I mistyped it and wrote Lynn uh, wrote Garner Mistletoe and there was another book by Garner that had Mistletoe oh, in the title that's fascinating yeah <laughs> wait a second I don't think this is a lesbian thing all right um, then what? Okay, then what is it? Hmm. It's mm. definitely a romance because it's called mistletoe, right? If there's a there's a romance with two two ladies and no dudes on the cover. Hmm. Well, where are the reviews? Okay, there are reviews. Okay. Uh huh. I'm going to continue. Okay. <laughs> you, you look into this. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry, sir, but it got stuck in the lining of one of the old sacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> this um, original title for this book was The Old Sacks. <laughs> in the lining, you say, Santa said, reading the date on the letter again. Looking up, he sighed. Oh, my. 
Papa, what seems to be the problem? Mrs. Claus asked, seeing the frown on the chubby man's face. Um, how do you feel about like uh, married couples calling each other like Mama or Papa? Um, <laughs> I do it, not it makes like me it. Uncomfortable. I don't like it at all. My, my, my grandfather called my grandmother mother. Yeah, and I totally that's thought really like weird. Norman Bates. You know, mm-hmm. Ooh, didn't they use mother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he was just talking about his mother. Nor, um, we, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, well, she wasn't his wife. She was his actual mother. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That wasn't a good so, example. So that relationship was totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, what seems to be the problem, Mrs. Claus asked. It seems that a little girl made a wish 30 years ago that we never granted. Hmm. What, she exclaimed, jumping out of her chair. Snatching the letter from Santa's hand, Mrs. Claus read the words written in a child's scrawl. It only took a few moments, but by the time she returned the letter to Santa, her cheeks were the color of Rudolph's nose. Hmm. Casting a quick scowl in Percy's direction, Mrs. Claus waddled as fast as her tubbiness would allow across the room to the two digital counters hanging on the wall. Digital counters? Now I'm imagining this like um, like NORAD. <laughs> like, uh, take, us, take us to like uh, Christmas Con 4. Right. Uh, although each displayed an identical number over a dozen digits long, with the letter now in Santa's hand, they all watched in horror as the red counter on the top grew by one number, but the green counter below it remained unchanged. Oh. Percy, do you see what you've done? Mrs. Claus said, pointing at the numbers on the wall. In all our years, the wishes made and wishes granted counters have always matched until now. Uh oh. Santa is so, fucked. So, what is it like a softball glove? What what do we think she's wish, she wished for 30 years ago? I don't know. I I hope maybe we she, find out. Maybe cause... she wanted a camp counselor like I did 30 years ago. <laughs> I think that might be where we're going with this. <laughs> okay. Mama, you need to calm down, Santa said. We'll make this right. Don't call mama. her mama. I don't like this at all. Mama waddles. And how are we supposed to do that, Papa? She said, Ugh. placing her hands on her hips. You know the rules. She's too old now. Stroking his beard. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I guess this actually does explain a lot. Like once, uh, once you become an adult, your wishes never. How, once you become an adult, your never wishes never come true anymore. Oh, I had no idea. See, being Jewish, we just keep asking. Yeah, we know. We we never <laughs> we got never what stop. we wanted. We, <laughs> we, we never got what we wanted. And right. We never stop asking. <laughs> Stroking his beard, Santa read the letter again, and tilting his head, he touched the side of his nose with his finger as he paused to think about his options. Um, doing that right now. Oh, more like that. I was just going. Uh, li- I was being very literal. I don't think the thing I'm doing is any more normal than the thing you're doing. No, you're right. It's it's wait, weird either way. Read that again. Touching the side of his nose. Touching the side of his nose with his finger. It, wait, isn't that a, like a line from The Night Before Christmas? I think it is. Like he oh. put his finger to his nose and up the chimney he rose. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. That um, was no chimney. I don't. I'm not familiar with all this Christian stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible deniability. Looking from the Jews. up. Yeah. Looking up. He said, "Percy, go see." I, well, I know there's there's the Trinity. There's there's uh, uh, Jesus, Santa. <laughs> And Percy giggly less. I knew you were going to come up with something on the spot. Percy, go see if you can get him on the phone for me, will you please? Him? I don't know. Oh, wait, it's capital him. I'm, I'm serious. Oh, yep. no. The bells on the end of Percy's green stocking cap began to jingle, and the ones on the tips of his turned-up red shoes followed suit as the little man's knees started to shake. Wide-eyed, he squeaked, Him, sir? That's right. Oh, God? Direct one to God? You mean the him, sir? <laughs> the him. Yes, Percy, that's exactly who I mean. Now, please, go do as I ask. Swallowing hard, Percy took a deep breath and nodded his head. Yes, sir, he said, quickly jingle-jangling out of the room. What are you planning to do, Mrs. Claus asked. 
Glancing at the letter, Santa said, I'm going to ask him to relax the rules a bit. Okay, question. Being Jewish and not knowing very much about uh-huh. about how the Bible and Santa work together. I mean, based on what I know from the Bible, this all checks out so far. <laughs> so, what is the Trinity? Where is Santa involved in the Holy Trinity? Well, because um, apparently now he's got a direct line to him, the him. Um, I, I think there's a book of clause in the New Testament, right? Because <laughs> I didn't think there was any relationship between Santa I mean, and God. There's a lot of letters in the Bible. Probably some of them are letters to Santa. I mean, how do parents even really explain the connection between Jesus and Santa? I would just say I, he's like a friend, an we, uncle. We definitely, I, we had one of those things when I was growing up, and I totally bought it. One of those things? What do you mean? That's <laughs> well, very vague. He's Santa, but not Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, what? An elf? Um, so, so the answer is Did I don't know because we never had to have that explained. All right, we can move on. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, Papa, I know you mean well, but after children stop believing in you, they're in his hands. You know that. And even if he said we could grant her wish, I'm afraid that, that what she's asking for we don't have in any of our workshops. Well, hold up. Uh-huh. If this really is a lesbian romance, mm-hmm. he is probably not too pleased. <laughs> Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> or God. I mean, not according to how I feel. But you want me to do what? <laughs> according to how most religion Haven't treats Have you been gays? listening to, to my messengers on Earth, Pat Robertson <laughs> and other assholes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A teddy bear would have worked when she was a child, but she's a grown woman now. Mm. Mm. She wants another grown woman. (laughs) Hearing the tinkle of the bells announcing Percy's return, Santa turned his attention to the very nervous-looking elf as he approached the... (laughs) Our neck, our book next time is called the very nervous, very nervous little elf. Is that what you're gonna say? Yep. (laughs) Holding the latest in mobile phones hard against his chest. Wait, what? Percy said, "Sir, um, he's on the phone, but but I couldn't put him on hold. It just didn't seem right." Okay, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Smiling, Santa took the smartphone from his hand. Thank you, Percy. Why don't you go back to your work, and we'll talk about sack linings later. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Okay, now I do think that they're being funny. Well, yes, also the part about putting God on hold, but... But sack linings? Yeah. Yes, sir. (laughs) I love doing this Percy voice. Watching as the elf shuffled out of the room, Santa took a deep breath before putting the phone to his ear. For the next several minutes, Mrs. Claus sat silently as her husband pleaded his case to the man on the other end of the line. Of course, it's a man. Ma'am. Watching as her husband flicked off the phone, Mrs. Claus sat up straight. Flicked, oh, flicked off. Do you ever flick off your phone? I don't think you can do that. I think, I think, that's, I think that's something you do like with a flip phone. It's like polishing your knob. Yes. <laughs> Santa flicked his bean. <laughs> Mrs. Claus sat up straight. Well, we're in luck. He's going to allow it? Yes and no. Noticing the twinkle in her husband's eyes, Mrs. Claus crossed... Wait a minute. When he says yes and no... <laughs> Do you, do you think she asked for a dude, but they're going to send her a lady? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> noticing the twinkle in her husband's eyes, Mrs. Claus crossed her arms, leaned back in her chair, and asked with a very wary smile, what exactly are you boys up to? Boys? Oh, you know, a, it, totally the boys Jesus club. Jesus and Santa. Jesus. Yeah, they're, they're always... They Wait, always, they, it's not, God is not Jesus. Okay, God and Santa <laughs> get together on weekends and, like, prank people is mm-hmm. what it sounds like, mm-hmm. which would explain a lot about the world, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Letting out a chuckle, Santa winked at his wife. You know me too well. (laughs) Yes, well, centuries of living with you will do that, she said. Now, come on, out with it. Uh, Should we take it to a break? It's probably about... No, all right. Let's keep going. I'm so into this. (laughs) Okay, this is fun, right? (laughs) Wait, centuries that they live forever? I didn't know that about Santa either. Well, 
I, I believe in the movie immortal? The Santa Claus. Which is where we get all of our which information. Is, well, I mean, the Santa Claus and the Bible are the two things that I live by. Um, Tim, Tim, the Holy Trinity, Tim Allen, <laughs> Jesus. I live by the movie Elf. And, and Richard Karn. Yes. <laughs> and Yeah, and Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think in the movie The Santa Claus, if you kill Santa, you become Santa, something like that. Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> Well, first you have to find Santa. <laughs> first you have to find Santa. Before Santa could answer, his administrative assistant, Lucy Bouncy Bits, came flouncing oh, into the room. Okay, okay, no. All right. <laughs> Let's get to our game real quick. Okay, so um, the, the game is just make up more elf names. That's it. <laughs> Lucy Bouncy Bits? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought God. that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, okay, uh, my first one is Little Kringle. Little Kringle. Mine's Eggnog Muffin Top. <laughs> Um, my next one is just Will Ferrell, so we, we covered <laughs> that already. Covered Figgy Camel Toe. Oh, that's good. Jiggly Phyllis. <laughs> Jiggly Phyllis the Elf. Yeah. Uh, Garland Tinsel Tits. <laughs> Jeff Sugar Sack. <laughs> Nick in a Box. I, I don't know what I mean by this next Wait, one. Wait, did you even oh, get mine? I'm sorry, Nick in a Box? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just blew right by it because I was looking at my thing. Okay, that was great. Okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Guess what you're getting for Christmas? It's Nick, Nick in a, in a box. box. First, get a box. <laughs> Wait, put, <what? laughs> put Nick in the box. Okay, cut a, cut a hole in the box, a very large hole. <laughs> Bielsa buddy. Oh, I groan. Uh, virgin clitorish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and my final one, uh, Apple Paltrow Martin. Okay, <laughs> Topper Tinsel Tooth. <laughs> that one you like the best? I don't know. It's just funny. Okay. And then this is dumb. Louis C.K. Crinkle Dick. <laughs> Does the C.K. stand for Crinkle Dick? <laughs> like with a capital C and a capital K? <laughs> All right. Let's take it to a break. Wait, well, that doesn't make any sense. Crinkle no, it, dick. it makes perfect sense. Like it's got a capital C at the beginning and a capital K at the end and in the middle, Wrinkle Dick. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Crinkle Dick. <laughs> crinkle Dick. Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. I really hope that later we don't find that I'm completely annoying with how I've been chewing these. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Um, I can't wait to get back into this. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything I could do to make myself more annoying on the show? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Lucy Bouncy Bits came flouncing into the room. Flouncing? Yeah. An email for you, sir, she said politely, handing Santa a piece of paper. Thank you, Lucy. Do me a favor and find Percy for me. He should be in the stables. My pleasure, sir, she replied, flashing him a toothy smile before sauntering down the hall. Nice she always, sexist Santa book we have she here. She flounces in and saunters out. She's got her flouncy bits, and she... D- she is the secretary giving emails, and mm-hmm. then Percy is doing important elf work. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, things at yeah, the North Pole. You know, it, it's like it's like uh, uh, the Heartland. <laughs> it takes a while for for modern trends to get there. Sorry, Heartland. So what's that? Mrs. Claus asked, trying to see what was written on the paper in her husband's hand. Noticing that he didn't appear to hear what she had asked, she rolled her eyes, rolled her eyes, remembering that Santa was as guilty of, of selective hearing as the rest of the world. Deciding to give him another minute, she waited patiently, but just as she was about to repeat her question, Percy dashed into the room. Once again, out of breath and nervous, Percy slid to a stop next to Santa and all but shouted in the man's ear, Lucy said you wanted to see me, sir? <laughs> Chuckling at the little man's angst. <laughs> There's got to be something called little man's angst, right? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> maybe something in the DSM. <laughs> little man, thanks. <laughs> Certain world leaders may suffer little, from it. Little hand angst. Little hand angst. Santa looked down and said, Percy, relax. We all make mistakes and accidents are bound to happen. The secret is to learn from them. It, it absolutely sounds like Percy's about to get executed, yes, right? Yes, okay. right. Yes, sir. He's going to have to recuse himself from taking uh, requests. I need you to visit our botanical workshop and bring me back some mistletoe. Mistletoe workshop. (laughs) You know, the botanical (laughs) workshop. (laughs) Yes, Percy, three sprigs, please. Of mistletoe? Okay, Percy, open your fucking ears. (laughs) Looking over the top of his reading glasses, Santa said, Percy, I don't think that this young lady should have to wait any longer for her wish, but if you ask me to keep repeating myself, that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, since you're my lead elf, I was hoping I could depend on you to help me correct this mistake, but if you feel the task too daunting for you to undertake... Percy's eyes flew flew open. What? Absolutely not, sir, he said, snapping to attention. Saluting Kris Kringle, Percy said, I'm your elf, sir. No job's too small or too large for Percy Giggly Legs. I'll be back in a flash with your mistletoe, sir. Quicker than a flash. Quicker than, quicker than Rudolph, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing as he watched the little red-headed man sprint from the room, Santa turned his attention back to his wife and was met by a very curious look. Mm-hmm. Mistletoe? That's the best you could come up with, she said, crossing her arms. Actually, it was his idea, Santa said. While we were talking, he let it slip that she'll be attending three Christmas parties in the coming weeks, and he suggested that perhaps if we give her a nudge in the right direction, she might very well get her wish. Mm. So, <laughs> presumably Santa and God are going to be watching everything that happens, right? Okay. Of course. Tilting her head to the side, Mrs. Claus said, A nudge? By using mistletoe? Worked for us, didn't it? Santa said, what? looking over the top of his reading That's glasses. That's how they got together. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's the Santa Mrs. Claus origin story right yep. here. Yeah, like it was at the office Christmas party <laughs> 300 years earlier. <laughs> Jesus was the CEO. Uh huh. Yeah, of, of uh, like uh, Xmas Enterprises. Uh, they they uh, worked in Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Claus's cheeks darkened ever so slightly, and nodding her head, she asked, So what's in the email? Oh, it's just the addresses for the homes where the parties will be held, Santa said. Getting to his feet, he handed her the child's letter. Do me a favor. Hold on to this so we don't lose it again. And when Percy returns, send him to my office. Wait a second. Wait, since when are cheeks like a mood ring? Her cheeks darkened. Yeah, well... It's not like her look, her eyes darkened, her her furrows, bra- her I, brows furrowed. Her, her, her furrows che- darkened. Her cheeks darkened. I think that she's trying to say that she blushed, but... I don't know. Grinning as he kissed her on the cheek, Mrs. Claus watched as Santa strode from the room. (laughs) Nobody can walk. Very distinctly. I think it's because it's really cold at the North Pole and so everyone's moving quickly. Strutted, waddled. Oh, God. Forgot about that. Looking at the folded piece of paper in her hand, she opened it and reread the words of a four year old girl, which had been written some 30 years earlier Mm. Dear Mr. Santa, My name is Diana, and I want a soulmate, just like my mommy and daddy were before they had to go live with God. Oh, wow, sad. Aunt B says that's because they loved each other so much. Because mommy and daddy are gone. Wait, Wait, Aunt B says that's why they, oh boy. The suicide (laughs) pact. Because mommy and daddy are gone, my Aunt Brenda is drawing my words because I'm only four and can't do words yet. I can do a D and an I and an A and an N and another A, though. That says Diana. I know I have to ask for a toy when I see Santa at the mall, but I miss my mommy and daddy, and I want to be like them. So I don't want a toy. I want a soulmate for Christmas. 
I think it's probably a really good thing that they didn't fulfill this wish when she was four. (laughs) (laughs) Someone to love me, and so I don't have to be by myself anymore. Aunt Brenda says she's always going to be here for me, but I want the kind of lovey stuff like mom and dad had. This is creeping me out in a big, with kisses and cuddles. Ew. (sighs) Aunt Brenda is nice, but she's old and smells funny. Oh, God. Can I have a prince like from my stories? They seem nice and have a horse. Okay. I mean, that's true. Mm -hmm. Aunt Brenda said she's drawing down what I'm saying, but she has something in her eye, so I have to go now. She's a good girl most of the time. Can you get her a soulmate, too, for when I grow up and go to live in my fairy castle? Hope the elves do all their jobs right and Rudolph's nose glows properly. Diana. Hope Mrs. Claus's cheeks get diagnosed correctly. (laughs) So not not only did they, I feel like they're burying the lead here, which is they not only uh, neglected Diana's wish, but probably Aunt Brenda is dead by now (laughs) and never got her soulmate. And it's way too late. No, poor Brenda. (laughs) Why am I? Oh, so uh, next part. Why am I doing this again? Diana Clark asked, stepping into her high heeled pumps. Because you're my best friend and I need a date. You're not my type, Diana said, flashing a quick smile. Let me rephrase, Gwen Fowler said. I need protection from Phelan. Shaking her head, Diana said, I have no idea why you still work for that man. I work for the firm. He's just the head of the division where I'm assigned. I feel kind of bummed out that we're no longer at the North Pole. I know. No more bouncy (sighs) tits and giggly legs. (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll get there if we really believe. (laughs) By what you've told me, it sounds like he's more the tail end, Diana said, walking out of the bedroom. You'll get no argument there, Gwen said, following Diana down the stairs. But since I'm a junior partner, I'm required to attend these parties, and you agreed to be my and you agreed to be my chaperone. Remember, I agreed to go with you tonight, but I'm not sure about the other two. Why? Searching the hall closest cl- closet for her coat, Diana said, "Gwen, Christmas is three weeks away. I can't spend every Saturday attending your office parties. I have things to do, such as." With one arm in the sleeve of her coat, Diana stopped and stared at her friend in disbelief. Even for Gwen, that was a low blow. Tell me again why you're my best friend. Hmm. That's not what I meant, and you know it, Gwen said, waving her hand through the air to dismiss Diana's interpretation. And then pushed her in the closet where she's been for 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) You yourself said that you're not going to start looking for a new job until after the first, and this will cheer you up. And how do you figure that? Well, for one thing, I'm sure there'll be some eligible bachelors there. Not Hmm. interested, Diana said, grabbing her small clutch bag. I think I've had enough disastrous relationships for one year, don't you? You've only had three. Two, Diana said, stopping to mentally tally her failed affairs, her, her shoulders slumped. Shit, it was three, wasn't it? Yes, Aww. but who's counting? Apparently you are, Diana said with a Aww. snort. But this no is matter. Some, this is some real engaging dialogue. <laughs> but no matter, <laughs> this is exhausting, because three's the charm, as they say, and I've had all the charm that one girl can handle this year. Seeing the taxi pull into her driveway, Diana asked, you ready? Yeah, let's go. A few minutes later, settled into the back of the cab, Diana said, So you never said, why the three separate parties this year? After last year's fiasco, all the partners decided it would be best to keep their clientele separated. Okay. <laughs> Pausing for a moment, Diana thought back to the, free, the previous year. Chuckling as she remembered the story Gwen had told her, she said, Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, well, the firm lost a few clients shortly afterward, so Willoughby came up with the idea of having separate parties. Willoughby would be a good name for an elf, uh-huh. right? Personally, I think she was just trying to save money. 
What do you mean? I would think three parties would be a hell of a lot, hell of a lot more expensive than one. That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> Two. Just kidding. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But since, e- since each gathering is cater- catering to a specific division, oh, let me guess. The partners each pay for their own party. Mm-hmm. The partners pay for their own party. <laughs> yep. And trust me, that little detail has Lillian Willoughby's name written all over it. Frugal old biddy. With a snigger, Diana said, you're making her sound positively lovely. Rolling her eyes, Gwen snickered. She's hardly love- lovely, trust me, but it's probably the reason she's such a good divorce lawyer. There's a lot of sn- snickering going And snorting, on. yeah. Mm-hmm. How so? Mrs. Willoughby looks like she could be anyone's mother, but behind that chubby-cheeked smile and those fluttering eyelashes of hers is a pit bull waiting to rip the arms and legs off of s- on some unsuspecting soon-to-be ex-wife. Wait a second. Describe her again. She's Mrs. Claus. Oh, Oh, behind that chubby-cheeked smile and those fluttering eyelashes of hers is a pit bull waiting to rip some arms off. (laughs) I think it's Mrs. Claus. It's evil Claus. Wait, she only represents the husbands? Nodding her head, Gwen said, she's as old school as you can get. Why why is that old school? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I've been told she absolutely adored her father. Quite the daddy's girl, apparently. So in her eyes, all men are perfect. If a marriage goes south, it's because the woman wasn't doing her job. That's ridiculous. That's Lillian Willoughby, Gwen said with a laugh. To say the least, she's a piece of work. Well, then I'm glad I chose this party to attend instead of hers. You're not that lucky, huh? She'll be there tonight. But this is Phelan's party. Yes, but all the partners have to attend each other's party so they can represent the firm as a whole. It was part of the deal. Wait, oh. wait. Why Why would... This, not that I really even care, but why would... That's a sep- lot of information. Separating the different... Um, what's the word that they used? Partner, uh, I don't remember. Whatever. Why would that, like... I don't know. They don't even explain don't what all. the problem was. No. Like, I, I feel like maybe they're going to get there, or maybe she already forgot. I thought at first they were going to do, like, separate gendered parties, so to keep, sure. like, you know, rampant office fucking to a minimum, and then all of a sudden, then the gay and, stuff right. starts happening. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that always how that goes? And then goes? there's, like, a transgender revolt. We should not have served that tequila at the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, so I'll meet all three? Well, oh, wait, there's more? <laughs> you'll definitely meet Ted Phelan. Is he really as bad as you make him out to be? He's worse, Gwen said with a sigh as she leaned back in his seat. He's a braggart who thinks he's got the answer to every woman's problem in his trousers. Oh. And when he sees you, Willoughby will be the least of your worries. Gwen, don't worry, I won't leave you alone with him, at least not for too long. What do you mean, not for too long? You better not leave me alone with him for a second. I'm going to have to mingle. Then I'll mingle with you, Diana said, crossing her arms. The last thing I I need is some egotistical lawyer trying to get me into his bed. Mm -hmm. Entering the home of Theodore Phelan, Diana was helped out of her coat by a butler standing at the ready near the front door. Wait, how'd you get into his house already? Um, you know, like, uh, (laughs) transition. (laughs) Sorry, there there was a, you know, some some stars, like, between scene break. Uh... Diana was helped out of her coat by a butler standing at the ready near the front door. Have you ever met a butler? No. Me neither. Not that I know of. You know, sometimes people think they have not met a butler, but one out of ten people are butlers. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe you've met them. There probably are butler romances, right? (laughs) Well, we're going to find out. There have been a... I mean, in in the Chic book, she was sort of hired to be a butler, right? No, she was no. hired by the butler. No, she she was hired by the butler. She was hired to be a cook. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's hey, a, what was Mr. Belvedere? Yes. That? Oh, hi. Uh-huh. He was a uh, he was a butler. Streets on the China. Oh my God. Never mattered before. Who cares? 
<laughs> I I don't think I can pull any 80s theme song, but that one was right there, wow. ready to go. He's the only butler I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you believe you've met Mr. Uh, Belvedere? I feel like I have. He was in my home a lot. What about, did you watch Downton Abbey? What about Carson? Carson's great. Yeah, he he's is. He's, he's a, like a, the butler's butler. He's got some old-fashioned ideas, but mm. maybe that's what you want in a butler. Mm. I like Carson. Yeah. Uh, she was helped out of her coat by a butler. Waiting for Gwen to do the same, Diana straightened her black jersey knit dress and took a few moments to look around the entrance hall. Seeing open-mouthed mementos of hunting trips hanging on almost every wall and several golf trophies proudly displayed on nearby tables, Did Diana... You say, hold on. <laughs> open-mouthed memento is my new candy uh-huh. name. <laughs> to go it's, along with sour farts. Open-mouthed memento is a candy you forget immediately after eating it that you ate it. Um... <laughs> And several golf trophies, Diana was fairly certain that Theodore Phelan was a bachelor and absolutely positive that he was proud of it. Is Phelan like F-A-I-L-I-N apostrophe? Uh, Like Phelan? P-H-E-L-A-N. Oh, Um, I see. I I used to work with someone with that name and it was pronounced Phelan, but there are probably other pronunciations Mm. also. Phalange. Phalange. (laughs) Phalanges. Keep your phalanges (laughs) off me. Come on, Gwen said, gesturing gesturing toward a lard ar- lard <laughs> lard. It's have you ever noticed it's hard to read a book for half an hour? It is. <laughs> My mouth is all like <laughs> <laughs> gesturing toward a large archway. Wait, with- put some sour farts in your mouth. Oh, yeah, you'll yeah. make uh-huh. your uh, you'll gleek mm. you'll gleek <laughs> you'll gleek with happiness. <laughs> That's the living room. I'm sure we'll find something to drink in there. Works for me, Diana said Wait, with a grin. Said no one ever. <laughs> like, that's, that's the living room. That is the room where drinks are located. That is just the weirdest thing to say. <laughs> Shall we go locate drinks? How about the kitchen? <laughs> Works for me, Diana. I have so much saliva now. <laughs> Diana said with a grin, her high heels clicking across the parquet floor. She followed Gwen to the doorway and peered inside. Is it Maybe, yeah. I, <laughs> I like park it. Park it! <laughs> um, yeah, I just realized that's a word that I don't know how to, pronou- how to pronounce, and I don't know what it is. Okay. I know it's Type. something you'd find in a fancy house. Type of floor. Diana, thank you. <laughs> Diana wasn't impressed. Rustic and manly, the khaki walls were accented by thick walnut-stained moldings and huge ebony timbers ran across the ceiling. What are we describing? (laughs) Is that different butler just came up? Right. This (laughs) this house has just been described exactly like a romance novel guy. Mm -hmm. I like it. Casting an oppressive darkness over the spacious room. Area rugs with hunting motifs covered the floor, and the two patio doors on the far wall were framed in drapes the color of mud. Oh, that's great. (laughs) This house sounds great. If it wasn't for the narrow artificial Christmas tree in the corner of the room, decorated with one strand of multicolored lights thrown haphazardly over its branches, (laughs) the decor would have been easily described with just one word, brown. So, we're about there. All right. Well, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) And brown. Brown. So, I don't, did you get any, did you read any reviews and did you ever ever answer the key question about this book? One person said it's not the typical lesbian romance story, blah, blah, blah. You you were so skeptical. Well, I mean, can you blame me? Listen to the first two chapters. There's like nothing in there that would ever make you think. Um, okay, so um, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com oh, and um, on Once Facebook, facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc. Well, obviously, we know what the C stands for, um, mm-hmm. which stands for Look Inside This Blushing Claws. Hey, there we go. Um, and uh, what are we reading next time? Mm, we're reading <laughs> Unwrapped, an MMF 
romance. And in <laughs> case you're not sure what MMF is, it's, <laughs> it's not WWF, which is what I thought oh. at first. Can we, can we read? I mean, we did read an MMA romance. We did and now, read MMA. Oh, so this is probably the same thing, right? Uh-uh. <laughs> MMF, do you know what it means? <laughs> yes. You do? Sure. What is it? Male, male, female. No. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so male, male, female. So it's our first three-way romance that we're going to be doing. And uh, did you know that there's NASCAR romances? Well, I didn't. I, I haven't read one, but yeah. does that surprise you? A little. Hey, wait, is this an MMF NASCAR no, romance? No, but I just thought of it because I was like, I think we should Cause, do it Because those cars don't have room for three people, I don't think. <laughs> we should do a NASCAR romance. Especially the back seats. <laughs> um, okay, great. Then uh, we'll see you next time. With, leave us uh, a review. Don't forget to leave oh, us a review. Oh, please leave us, leave us a review on iTunes if, uh, you know, put in, put in something. Leave the review as if you're writing a letter to Santa. Oh, that's a good one. And we'll read it on the air. Oh, hey, should we say anything about the Portland thing? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to be in Portland doing a live show. Tickets are not on sale yet, mm-hmm. um, so uh, but save the date, uh, May 18th uh, at the Funhouse Lounge in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to be opening for another podcast called Spilled Milk. <laughs> Which uh, some some I've, loser I, I know I, I've never heard of it. You're opening for yourself. I'm opening basically. For, yeah, you wanted to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you um, did too. I know, but like sometime like like uh, five minutes into the second podcast, people are going to realize like I can't take any more of this. <laughs> and when I say people, I mean me. <laughs> um, all right, so see you next time. Can I reach my foot in there and get one?